Hi, welcome to another episode of the Declutter Me podcast with myself and Shirag. And you might be wondering why I am speaking first today. Well, it's because Shirag is going to be talking most of the time, which I know some of you women will be very happy about because you send messages about his voice. But anyway, so here's Shirag. What are we going to talk about today? Craig? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I like how like I could take a little tea break. It was nice. Um, but uh, well, we're going to talk about email again. But we're going to do a follow up kind of of uh, the episode we did a few months ago when we shifted email services and you, know, you shifted email services, yes. not me. I cannot shift the email service because they only allow one account on this email system, and I have six email accounts. I know it's a lot. I can't declutter them. But anyway. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to be like, actually, we need to have a discussion about how we should start decluttering your email inboxes. Seriously, why do you have so many? But, um, but yeah, yeah. No, there is a reason. But all right. So the name of the email system you're using is? It's called Hey. Hey. Yeah. So H-E-Y, not yeah, like H-A. Hey, like hey. hey, hello. Not Hey, H-A-Y. Which cows eat? Horses. Hay is for horses. What do cows eat then? Grass. No, they eat hay as well. Sure, but like hay is for horses. Oh, hay is for horses. Okay, fine. I don't know. I should know coming from the Kent countryside, but anyway, that's another conversation. So, hay. 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 <laughs> hay. <laughs> I can do this all day. So, um, how was hay for you? Yeah, it's been going okay. Um, I'm still... This is a couple of things. <laughs> one is one is entirely like it's my process. I, I, I'm sure of it. There are weeks when... It, I don't stay on top of the inbox for many reasons. In, like, for example, like the one week I'm kind of going through for the last couple of weeks with right. the website and all this stuff, uh, which is just where all the focus has been. Right. Which means, but that's, well, that, I don't think that's any system console. That that's something for me to just go through and sit down and, I don't know, you know, when there's a... Netflix and... There we go. Netflix and, and <laughs> Netflix and declutter type yeah. situation. And then I can go through that. So, so I think from that point of view, uh, that hasn't changed all that much. Like, it was good when we when I moved because right. uh, he starts fresh. So it was kind of nice because it gave me an opportunity to start with a clean inbox. Right. Um, and so I know that the stuff that is currently in the inbox are stuff I need to deal with, but but they're not just random emails that came from nowhere and stuff like that. So I think on that front, it's been, it's been good. Right. Um, and it's something I need to work on. Uh, the other thing that... Um, it's also it has it has been a little bit of a change of mindset, right? So the hey has this like I said, it's a system of like there's no archiving, okay. right? You just there's a there's a little sort of container at the bottom, which is every email you've dealt with already in some capacity, and it just dunks it there, right? Okay, yeah. So there was no fold. You can't put it into folders. You can. I mean, you can you can tag stuff in category. You can absolutely categorize everything. Right. Okay. But the idea of like putting something into a folder so that it goes out of your inbox is not the system because they're like that. That's a that's a G, essentially it's a Gmail invention, right? This idea right. of archiving things yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and an endless stream of inboxes, which to some degree has an issue, but but we, that's a different dis- discussion. Mm. Um, it took a little while to kind of get used to that because it was kind of like, oh, where did this email go? Okay, I guess it's down here. Why is it down? Like, you know, and they were just yeah. so not used to dealing with that, right? Okay. And so I think that took a little bit of time for me to just get used to this thing that was like, it's fine. There's a stream of inboxes and everything below this line I don't have to worry about. And I focus so, on the main inbox. So the email comes in and it automatically goes into archiving? No, no. It, it, it comes, it? Yeah, it, com- it comes into your main inbox. So that's your view. Right. The, the, the view that you have when you, when you enter the, the system. Yeah. And then you either take an action right away. So either you read it and you do nothing and it just dunks itself into that sort of bin. Not right. bin, but you whatever, the, the container. Um, or you decide something with it, which is I want to reply to this either right away or later. Right. Or I want to set it aside for something. 
And sometimes okay. it's like, I receive a confirmation for something. I have to wait for another update tomorrow. I can just put it aside. Right, okay. And then there's, there's, and that's its own kind of folder where I can go in and, and address. Um, and the reply later is something I started using quite aggressively. I've been a little erratic with it now. So now I've gone back to like a little bit of a mis mix system of like sometimes when I want to deal with something, mm -hmm. I leave it in the inbox unread. Right, yeah. Because it's just easier to look. I want to see it as soon as I walk in. Yeah. Even though it does have a really nice system of what is a reply later box, which is essentially everything that I want to reply later. Yeah. And it allows me to go in and just address them. In fact, I can address them in parallel, right? It gives me reply boxes next to every email. Right. And okay. I can I can go through and do it. So it it's a nice system, but I'm not I'm not using that to the full okay. to the full capacity. Yeah. Uh, since we spoke about this in about January or February, mm -hmm. uh, there have been a few updates as well, which are interesting. So one is that they, they have the ability to to put a a picture on that bottom container. Right. So if your inbox is empty, i.e. the action stuff is empty yeah. and everything's in that bin, but people get annoyed because they still see emails in that bin, you can cover it up with a nice little image. And so it's kind of it's it's a nice idea of just like kind of getting things out of the yeah. way. Uh, they've also introduced something called recycling, which is just a funny. Uh, because there's nothing physical happening here, but the concept of getting rid of emails right. after a certain amount of time. And so stuff that is, uh, obviously the spam gets and trash and these things, these are normal, yep. but this is also for stuff. So there is something, the concept of the feed, which I talked about last time, which is all the newsletters and other mm -hmm. things. It's like an endless feed that you can read, yeah, but yeah. it goes again out of your inbox. Yeah. And the idea is that if you've put something in the feed, it's probably something you're just randomly reading and stuff. After a certain number of days, I think it's 90, it'll just trash the email right okay so that goes into that recycling thing it, it's, it's, it's it's the recycling thing is across everything so right. you can set it for you can set permissions on like how often you want something to recycle and you can do that by person by whatever so right. as an example i get emails from apple all the time a lot of them are mostly notifications yeah. but uh, I, I don't necessarily put them in the newsletter because i want to be i want to know for example when there's a change in the podcast system or whatever right but the relevance of this email like two months from now is zero yeah and so I can say that, hey, whenever everything comes from this particular mailbox from Apple, just chuck it every 30 days. Right. Right. Okay. Even though I'm, I'm actually filing it, but I, I don't need to keep it. Yeah. Uh, and their idea, by the way, there is an implication to this again goes back to this whole like the anti-Gmail option, which is it's great that you can archive email and keep it and keep it. But storing that much email uh, takes up server space. Yeah. It takes up energy. Yeah. It takes up there's a carbon footprint to it and all of that. And they're like, this is a way we were calling it recycling because it's. But it isn't. It is just about deleting all the old stuff. So their essentially server farm can be optimized, can run smoother, and you don't have all this clunky stuff that is getting searched when you're searching for stuff. But then can you find it at a later date or not? No, it actually gets gone. trashed. Yeah, it actually gets trashed. Okay, so right. and that's why that's why they don't do it for the main inbox. They don't do it for they they don't automatically turn it on for your contacts, mm. but they turn it on for stuff you put in the feed right. uh, but there's we also have a paper trailer you keep receipts and stuff they don't do it there right. either, unless okay. you unless you ask for it uh, it's, it's manually activated but it's just a nice idea of saying there are things that we know now that you don't care about or you don't need so for example there is as you know there's this sort of lobby system where when i get an email for the first time and i want to talk about that in a second but when we get emails for the first time mm -hmm. i i get to screen them in or out yeah and there are times when i screen things out those emails also will get trashed eventually right. because it's like you you don't want to see it so six months in, what's the value to you? Yeah, there's nothing. Not. So let it go. Yeah. You know? And so you keep your inbox also lighter ultimately, because ultimately when you're searching, it's searching everything. Yeah. And so that, the yeah. lighter it, it cleans up the stuff that you know you're not going to deal with. So mm -hmm. it's like it's the equivalent of if in a regular um, email system, mm -hmm. you were chucking something in a folder. I'll read it later. I'll read it later. I'll read it later. You never really got to yeah. it. 
And then one day you go in and you say, oh, just empty this folder out. Yeah. I'll start again. It's the same concept, but they're just automating it through your inbox. Right, okay. So they just figure it out for you. Yeah, based again, based on things that I've done as I'm working through my inbox. Okay. So what is your thought? You're liking it? You're using it? Yeah, I'm, definitely, yeah, I'm definitely liking it. So there's... Um, there's definitely, like I said, there's some adjustments to make mm. because it's not the same as other email systems. But that's the same with any new system that we've used. Correct. And one of the things that I think aren't, is nice about it is that they allow you to export into an inbox format, which is a standard format that any email service understands. Mm. So whether it's a, G- a Gmail or Yahoo or whatever else, but also your, your regular mail clients yep. understand it. Which means that if I decide to get out... Um, I can just do an export. It gives me the export of all my emails. I can go import into any other service and I don't lose my data, right. which is not the same when you're going into the system because it starts fresh. Right, okay. So what happens to all the emails from the past? No, that's, I, I still have them. They're just sitting in a mail client separate from here. Oh, okay. Because their entire idea is, you know, the, because it's a new way of going through your email, if you import all your old, if you bring your like clutter with you, then it kind of defeats the purpose of having a, a clean oh. thing, right? So, but I still have access to them and I've, I still have them sitting there. But actually, honestly, like I barely look it up anymore. Yeah. And I mean, that's true of most things. And But I think there's going to be, for a lot of people, there'd be the worry of, because people are, re- because they don't have time to check. We know that people have like tens of thousands of emails that they've kept, which they don't need. I mean. So that's, I had the same worry, by the way, right? Mm. When I moved, I was like, well, what's going to happen? And I think the first few weeks, I went back to the old mailbox a lot. Right. But honestly, like, I can't remember the last time I had to actually go there. It's, I, I'm sure it's been a few weeks, if not more. Just simply because all my conversations are where they need to be. Yeah, and a so lot that's of my, like using a new system that always has, happens, right? right? And, and, and then also, like, a lot of the uh, historical records. So you think of, like, what do I need to look at from a year ago or two years ago? Is there things like invoices and stuff? These are anyway stored somewhere, Yeah. right? So our invoicing systems have obviously every invoice we've ever yeah. sent or for, since we've existed in 2017, um, all of this stuff, this data is already available right. to me. Okay. And I mean, yeah, if you're saving it onto somewhere, I mean, for me, what I've done to reduce a lot of the emails is that all the emails that I was sending to clients, um, I have, and even potential clients, I have forwarded them to my CRM. You know, uh, some of them I was yeah. um, CCing or BCCing my, on to, to my CRM, Correct. but not all of them. But now everything, as soon as I send an email out, like an invoice, because that goes from a different system, I'll forward it to my CRM and then delete the email immediately. So it's not on my email client. So I remove like a thousand emails immediately when I decide to start doing that because it's just taking up space. I didn't need the folder. Like it's that folder has got practically about three or four emails and it's because it's important emails. So I think, yeah, so that's the same. And and yeah, it's the same thing is like, so the, the other side of that is that means that the CRM has, like if you were to move, it's not like you were going to lose the history with your communication no. with the client because you have that in the CRM, yeah, for example. Exactly, you have yeah. that. You have all the invoices in the invoicing system. Yeah, it takes one lookup, but that's fine. But you walk in with a clean inbox, and that's yeah. kind of the point. Um, and then the one thing that I think <laughs> continues to surprise me is this. So obviously, as, as I mentioned, the, the big thing about the system is um, it has sort of a lobby area. Essentially, if someone emails me for the first time ever, um, it doesn't actually come into my inbox. It doesn't doesn't walk into my inbox at all. Mm-hmm. It, it sits in a in an area where I can go and say, okay, let me see if this is someone I actually want to hear from. I don't want to hear from. Is it spam? I mean, not spam, but is it like clutter, essentially? Yeah. Cut email, emails that I was not expecting to receive, et cetera. I mean, it's been four and a half months. It is amazing that that thing is still never empty. 
and there's always someone new messaging me. Oh, um, yeah, but we've I, talked about that. Yeah, and I think ordeal. it's uh, but it's not, and I don't necessarily mean I think it's not just um, new people because that is happening. Of course, there are mm. new people are trying to reach and and send me emails for one reason or the other. Uh, but I think it's also you know you have um, so for example I, I ha- I'm on someone's list. That person is very infrequent with sending messages. So it comes to me once every six months. Right. And I haven't even cycled. I don't think I've even finished cycling through the regular people who used to email me, who I didn't get out of the email list form and so on. And every now and then I'll see something and I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to receive these emails. Yeah. Like, why am I receiving them? Okay, out you go. And it's it's been it's it's been revealing in the way of like, wow, there was so much clutter coming into my inbox. Yeah. Because the amount of times I say no... On on a on a weekly basis, let's say, is so high, is much higher than I thought it would be right. four months from now. Yeah, four months from when I started. So how can you? I mean, for a lot of them, like I get it on a regular basis. These people, because I'm on list, like yeah. people are buying lists and sending us spam uh, for their businesses. Um, I unsubscribe from them all the time, which we've talked about on other podcasts. But what can you do on this system? Do you unsubscribe or do I don't you just have put to? I, I can just say no, I don't want to hear from them. I never see them in my inbox. Ever. OK, fine. And the, the thing is that uh, the, the downside, as you, as you mentioned correctly, is, uh, is, you know, sometimes it does feel like you're unsubscribing and it's it's costing you two more emails or somehow you're not getting off their list. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is that uh, someone can buy a list or move a list from one system to another and then sort of save it somewhere uh, beyond a mailing platform, whether it's MailChimp or MailerLite, or there's so many, so many of these, Uh, run through, send out a few emails, then have people unsubscribe, then just take the old list, import it into a new system, yeah, and, and then a new again, email address, yeah. Right? And then it's a new email address. So, it's, it's, so there's, this, that's why the emails just keep recycling. Yeah. And unsubscribing, yes, has a bit, I mean, there is a value to unsubscribe because it actually, most systems honor that. Yeah. Like the mailing systems themselves honor that. But the people don't nah. don't have to. Especially here in this region. Right. So, yeah. so the advantage of just saying no is like, I'm not even going to deal with your process. I just don't want to see you in my inbox yeah. anymore. And so I, in, in a lot of cases, uh, people take... Um, email addresses across so I stay out of those but I'm also not dealing with the process there are some mailing systems by the way that they're I don't know whether they're not updated because again the rules are not enforced uh, in a very clean way Uh, like for example between the EU versus here or whatever Mm. and and you have these people that like you send say unsubscribe and then you get an email to confirm you're unsubscribe and you're you're just like in this loop and I'm like what what am I doing here and I just say and sometimes I'm unsubscribed from uh, one of my aliases so I have uh, my own name at but then there's a, a other yeah, yeah. you know contact at and, and mm. stuff like that and so um and then sometimes it'll do it and be like we can't find this email address in our system so what have you and i'm just like well you could have linked it you know i got the email yeah, yeah. you could have linked it to my user but not all systems work like that so all this is just like taking away that pain and just saying nope i don't want to hear from this person but it's not limited to email or list right it can be somebody who's just seen your email somewhere and decides to contact you and you're like, okay, I know this is not going to go anywhere. I know this is, I'm, I'm not expecting to reach from this person. I'm just going to outright say no. Okay. And so then that person can keep emailing me all they want, but uh, You'll never I'm, see I'm not going to see it because it's not treated as spam. It's just treated as, I don't want to see this email anymore. So is there anything else we need to know about this system? So it's worth getting if you've got one email account? No, it's, you can get more. You just pay per, per mailbox is the point. Okay. Right. So, but I, I do have, for example, I have multiple aliases, but I, I create them as aliases. I don't create separate mailboxes. So the contact and mine... Essentially, the contact email just comes to me. Right. Uh, I don't set them as separate mailboxes because I don't want to manage all these mailboxes. And, and yeah, do that, see, you know? I have so, that just because I like separating them from my life in a way. I have a reason. 
Yeah, I'm sure you do. No, no, but I, I, I can see that, by the way, and there were times when I did that. I just, for me, it's also it has to do with the fact that because the, the rate is like that, I'm also thinking efficiently to be like, well, do I want to create all these mailboxes and pay extra a month? Yeah. Or can I, can I actually really manage? And I can. The other advantage, of course, is like when I have someone that also needs to see one of those emails, I can also send a copy to them and I don't have to really deal with this mm. thing. So it's, uh, and that's where I think the service actually shines the more people using the system are. Right. As well, because there's a whole list of collaboration features that are that are great. So, like, for example, I was working with a freelancer. Uh, you know, this person was working on a project with me. So they obviously got a, a domain email address. Right. And the moment they did that now, I never had to forward a single email to them, right? I just attached them to a thread and I said, hey, you should be able to see this thread. And poof, they see everything as oh, if wow. it's a regular thread. Um, I can I can group things together, which we talked about last time, but I can group things together. It's called a collection, but I think of it as a project. Yeah. So for example, we were launching a new show in, in February. Every email that, that, you know, because there was a conversation with the designer who was doing some artwork for us. We, there was a conversation with a gra- uh, a uh, marketing person who was doing some of that. There was a conversation with the PR person who was handling mm. the announcement. There's a conversation with the producers themselves who are dealing with the guests and the shows. Yeah. And all of this went into one place. And then when I had to give access to somebody, I just said, here, go look at this collection. It has every email, all the attachments, oh, everything wow. in one place, right? right. Um, and so that, that's where there, there are some really nice things. And we've, anyway, we've, we can, we'll link to that episode and you can go into that. Mm. But I think like four months in, I'm, I'm quite happy with it overall. I, don't, I think I'll keep using it. I don't see any reason to leave, I right. think. Um, what I would like, I think, potentially down the road is the ability to snooze things. Uh, you know, or rather, it's not so much the snoozing because I can do that. I can dump it into the, the thing. It's about fronting things at a certain time yeah. because I think my brain is associated with that sometimes where I'm like, I want to reply to this when I'm going to be here yeah. and I can deal with it. So show it to me at two o'clock. I don't want to see it until then. That is very bizarre. I don't have that thought. Yeah, so it's it's happened to me sometimes, right? Because I know, like, for example, we're recording now, yeah. right? And I know that we're going to be done recording, let's say, an hour from now. Yeah. And that's when I want to go deal with it. Because I right. have. it's not like I don't have time in the morning. I do, but at that time, I'm not in the zone to, like, deal with a certain yeah. thing. And so I'm like, hey, just show me this at 3 o'clock and get it out of my way. Okay. The problem is the get out of the way bit is happening, but then I have to remember to go and check that at yeah, 3 exactly, o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so some systems allow you to do that. They allow you to snooze something until a certain time. Um. And say, you know, it comes back into your inbox at a certain time. Which is which is useful. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, the Spark is the Spark is an example of an app that you can use, which you can use by the way because it's just an email client, um, and it allows you to snooze things, you know, and show it to you at a certain time or a certain day, for example. So it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. I, I mean, emails come through. I only have like what five emails in my inbox, and then when things come through, I just delete and unsubscribe them or reply to them. Yeah, and I think I think for me it's also like it's also like almost like a to do thing. Like I want to follow up on somebody. And I'm like, well, I'm going to follow. They told me, for example, they're going to be back in the office on next Sunday. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, just send this back to me on Monday morning. So I remember to send them a note. Uh, which is, is, which are, is a useful way of using that thing. Yeah. I so think about so now what I have to do is I have to do that in my task manager. I have to put a reminder for myself yeah. to say, hey, go, go send this email. Whereas before it used to kind of live inside my inbox because it was going to be an email. So they, they, I think there, was a, there are some things that I think would be nice if this is had. But it's not like I'm lost without them. Anyway, so thank you very much for the update on this. I'm actually going to mention one more. There's a there's a new email client that, that came out last week. Uh, it's called it's 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 a company called Not So Big Company. Right. Is the name of the company, and it's called Big Email. I think it's Big Email Inbox or something. Okay. Uh, anyway, we'll link to that in the show notes. It's got a very similar format, but it's not an entire mailing system. It's just an email client. Right. It's a paid one though. It's not free, but it has a very similar approach to email. So having the ability, but then you can do it. You can use it like you're using Apple Mail. Right. Okay. So uh, maybe so something merge, that I could try. Yeah, out. you could look at that one. Yeah. And you can merge multiple accounts into one, 
and so on. But it also has the same sort of screener feature, which says, don't show me this email, show me this. Right. Oh, okay. I'll have it. I'll so, I but it's, it but it's only just come out, out of beta, I think, last week. Okay. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much for listening and watching us. I hope you enjoyed it and found it interesting. If you did, please leave a comment in the comment box. And if you would like to see um, more about Declutter Me, go to www.declutter.me or me.com. I don't even know my website address. But both, both works. Yeah. Uh, but also, yes, and please leave a comment if you enjoyed Shalina's intro and outro. And if you, <laughs> because if you did, we'll make her do it more often. Yeah, I had to practice a few times. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening as always and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.